shit. Fucking A. Hi. Fucking forever just to start today. <laughs> that was 30 minutes of troubleshooting. Uh, I'd say 45, but yeah, it was, uh, it might not have even worked. It's been pretty iffy. Uh, Amy and I are live. She's there. He's there. And uh, we've been having an issue with that echo like we had in that one episode. So if it happens again. We did our best. Suck this, it. This is fucking try number 74. <laughs> uh, we know it's on Andy's side, but we don't know what's going on. It's probably. Um, uh, we'll see. Yeah, we just know that it's on somewhere in your setup. We might. Not that it's your fault. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Although that's probably how you took it. Well, <laughs> uh, so yeah, Andy and I are live for the first time in a long time. Yeah, and uh, we like it better when we're in the same room. Yeah, catch a vibe. Yeah, pass the bowl back and forth. Oh, I would love to hit that. Oh, absolutely. I am bankrupt, yeah. which means I have no weed at my house. Oh, uh, well, there you go. I uh. uh... <laughs> The, literally the saddest thing i had like a ziploc bag of roaches and i've been digging the weed out of the roaches and loading them into bowls it's not the brightest moments in no. andy's apartment no how long till you have to just start cleaning out your the resin out of your pipes and smoking that seven hours away yeah from that probably you know fucking i'll float you an eighth <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's okay you floated me enough i just it's okay. We, I just, we're survivalists. I would rather you. I'd rather you just know that my sister was smoking some decent reefer. Also, I got a. I got a vape cart if you want it. Uh, I got all kinds of things that I would much rather you have than smoke, fucking weed from seven years ago. I also just got my mustache waxed from the inside of this bong. <laughs> You're welcome. See what wow. I see what I do for you, Rue. That one hit. Hold on. I just went to Mars. I just need a second. Okay. Wow. Okay. You all right? Yeah, that one kind of sent me. <laughs> We've been smoking roach weed. Yeah. And that's good weed and out of a bong. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome back, Rue. Thanks. It's well nice nice to be here well welcome back uh i'm chris porter i'm andy porter uh this is the one millionth podcast and uh -huh. we've been not doing that for a while so uh at least the little intro there uh we've uh just kind of gone off so i thought i'd do it early pop off and here we are we're scott and carol's kids we sure are uh we're siblings yep i'm the brother i'm the sister what up you can tell by my huge jugs <laughs> hi mom uh hi dad uh anyway uh yeah uh, she gave them to me she did yeah she did although dad probably helped yeah when i was born they were both like take these jugs <laughs> treat them well you're gonna need support yeah it's not gonna be from us i'm uh, just kidding they're so supportive yeah they are very supportive <laughs> they're the most supportive parents on the planet uh yeah so uh how was your weekend my weekend was fab uh, Friday night. Actually, we should back up. Are we going back two weekends? We have to go back two weekends because we uh, we we didn't do one last week. Oh, okay. So last Friday I saw Cocaine Bear. Oh, fun. It's, it's a great film, obviously. I mean, everyone's seen it. 
Except was, me. Except you. I was one of, oh, you didn't get to watch it the other night with your little download? Uh, no, because the internet was wrong. They were like, no, mm -hmm. you can't do that yet. Ah. I think I think it starts today you can do it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, worth the wait. It's hysterical. The theater we were in didn't think it was nearly as funny as Meg and I did. Oh, really? Yeah, we were howling. Did they think it was some sort of documentary? Yeah. Also, it's like th those audiences are weird because we went to the TCL theater. Um, Hold on. I need to give myself a little angle boost here. Yeah. There we go. We don't like angles that point upwards. Okay. You know, the chins. Um. We went to the TCL theater, which is right off of Hollywood Boulevard. So it's like, you know, the Grauman's Chinese theater. Yes. It's like, that's the main theater. That's the IMAX of the movie theater. And then behind it, there's like a bunch of regular screens. Of course. And you get so, to walk up the music, the keyboard stairs if you want to. If you want to. We went up the backside. Oh, okay. Because we, we walked from my apartment. Uh, oh, no. We had gone to Powerhouse before. Is that place still open? It has reopened. It's on its fourth revision since I've lived in the neighborhood for, I've lived in the neighborhood for what? A almost a decade time. yeah yeah probably in more. that part and it's always been there it started as like a biker punk bar yeah and one time my dad and i went in there and he was like nope <laughs> and he was like i'm getting the fuck out of here and um it was gross it was dirty it was like vinyl booths that were it was pure dirty hollywood it was yeah and there was something really charming about that mm, okay Depending on how you look at it. So, yeah. um, you then... didn't go in there sober. That was never the no, first place no, you went no, into. No. no, no, but then, um, some other dudes bought it out and they cleaned it up and like made it into like a, a, a like less a bistro dirty bar. type of vibe. Oh, okay. Yeah. With, like I remember subway going... tiles and like green lamps on the wall and they For had sure. like dartboards a... in the back. Yeah, and they had Clinton the the vinyl seats no longer had holes in it. Yes, and then the the bathroom, the hand dryer wasn't one of those towels that you just spun around. <laughs> You're like, please let me find a dry part. Oh yeah, or a part that's still white. <laughs> um, no, they put in actual hand dryers. So, and then it was like a little bougie, and then it turned into like a hot girl bar, and then it closed for the pandemic. Like most of them did. Like most of them did. And then um, the guys who own Seven Grand downtown, they bought it. Oh, okay. And now it's kind of a mashup between the punk bar and the bistro hot girl vibe. It's a punk bistro. It's a punk bistro, a which bistro. basically means they painted one of the walls black and hung guitars on it. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> uh, but it was cool. It was good to go. And the bartender really took a shine to me and wouldn't stop hanging out with us even when we went back after the movie. And was like, kept talking about his wife. And I'm like, listen, uh, I'm not going to be a third. Yeah. Again. Man, that. <laughs> not for me. Um, Yeah, but it was fun. Cocaine beer. Yeah. So weird vibe. Yeah. Weird crowd. You two um, are the ones laughing. No one else is laughing. Yeah. And, well, you know, it's Meg and I. We kind of laugh. Very loudly. Unrestrained. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's a bear on cocaine. Come yeah. on. Yeah. And it's, it's also very tongue and check. Tongue and check, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tongue and check. <laughs> Sorry. But uh finish weed. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh it was great. Did that on Friday the next day. 
Went to the Santa Anita racetrack for my friend's birthday. Oh, it was Matt Simon's birthday. It was Matt Simon's birthday. The videos from that were fucking hilarious. It was a good time. Uh <laughs> tell him tell him about our friend Trent. Our friend Trent, he would race the horses to the finish line. Did he ever win? Uh I think yeah, I think everyone won big on the last race except me. No, did better. Trent ever beat the horses down the Oh fuck no. They're horses. Do you think <laughs> do you think there are people up further in the stands that were just like, all right. We're betting on the guy now. <laughs> he also was dressed like he worked at Dutton Ranch. I was like, what which, are you? Which is from a show. Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's a, he's a funny guy. Um, yeah, no, it was a, it was a good, it's always such a good time. It's great people watching. But back to everybody won money. Everyone won money on the last race. I bet $5 on the first race when I got there and mm -hmm. lost five bucks. And I was like, well, that's it for the day. Okay. Because I don't have bet money. I, I got you. I had five bucks. All right. Uh, so, but it was fun to watch my friends win. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was great. And the people watching there was phenomenal. Oh, for sure. Because it is like, there's people who go for funsies that get dressed up because it's like a once a year thing for them, which yeah. is our group. And then there's people there that because. That are there every fucking day. Yeah. Who have had the same ponytail since 1992. Yeah. And they're um, just trying to get the mortgage back from last week. Seriously. Um, but it was fun. I mean, and it was a beautiful day. It was great. And then the next day I recovered. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Did you do anything with the week? Any, any big plans during the last week? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> um, yeah, no, no big plans. Didn't do anything super exciting. What did I do? Oh, and then this last weekend went to, um, Ashvin's on Friday. Yeah. Because he's got a PS5. And uh have I told you I don't know. I don't want to ruin this. I don't think I'll say it on the pod. Why? Because my prank on Ashvin, he doesn't listen to this though, so I don't think Okay. He'll ever find out. So Ashvin loves to prank me with packets of ketchup. I've heard. For the last like half of my life. We've been friends since we were 18. I'm 36 now. Like literally half my life it's been ketchup packets in my pockets of my clothes, my purses, my backpacks, uh, drawers in my apartment, um, inside ornaments on my Christmas tree. Like the man has no limit. Yeah. And so I bought 600 tiny plastic babies. Very nice. Um, here's one. You can see. Uh, I also got multiracial babies. Well, of course, you want to be you want to be inclusive. I think this one's Latino just because it has hair as okay. a baby. <laughs> um, there's a black baby in here somewhere. Okay, I mean that's probably not there the first time that's been said. Yeah. <laughs> so I bought 600 of these babies, and Ashwin bought a house, and he invited us over on Friday, and I started phase one. Very nice of the plan. Uh, they are in his couch cushions, his shoes, inside his fingerless gloves. Little knickknacks inside his kitchen. Oh, very uh, cool. Put them in his ibuprofen. <laughs> in little corners of his guest shower. Um, yeah, we have, we've got about 50 planted. We have 550 to go, folks. <laughs> so I'll keep you posted. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. <laughs> and then uh, how was your weekend this weekend? Uh, good. That was Friday. Oh, so he has a PS5 and we made him download Hogwarts Legacy. Is that a movie? It's the new Harry Potter game, and it is 
Well, we watched him play it for a very long time. We watched him play it? <laughs> yeah. Well, because Chris Hurt was being such a dick. He was like, um, it's his first playthrough, so you should let Ashvin play it for the first time. And I'm like, fuck off. Yeah. We're in our 30s. We yeah, also yeah, made yeah. him download it. Yeah, this was he wasn't vested, he wasn't waiting for this to come out. <laughs> I mean, he was. Oh, he was. Um, <laughs> but I mean, it's out. He could have easily fucking sorry, I have to accept all these memes. Also, what is it? Super Mario Brothers? Like it there's probably different ways to play it if it's like any game made in the last five years. It's pretty amazing. Like you start as a transfer student at Hogwarts and you like learn spells and you go to class and you have oh, to so like... it's like ncaa college football but for nerds um i would say it's like a role-player game yeah it's an rpg where you have to like go through hogwarts and complete quests and missions and stuff. well in ncaa college football you could like be your own player and then you could like train you could like go to a school and, oh well in that regard yes yeah, yeah, yeah. in the way that there's football no <laughs> <laughs> or people that are athletes in the least hey they do have quidditch oh yeah don't make me do this. Don't make me do this. Don't make you do what? Explain what Quidditch is. Is, is that a real sport? Now it is. It is now. God damn it. <laughs> I hate it here. So it I started so in Harry Potter. They it play here. it on brooms. They fly. There's something called the golden snitch, which is what they're trying to catch. Yeah. And it's a flying golden thing that's really hard to see. But Harry was very good at it. I'm sure. That's why the movie's named after it. Yeah. And so there's blockers. And then there's some other defensive and offensive players. Yeah. that's like smashers. I forget what they're called. But it's a very full contact on a broom sport. Um, But, you know. On how... a broom sport. <laughs> God damn it. But now there's like, there's, I think you, there's like even collegiate teams that play Quidditch, but like on the ground. Yeah. I don't know the little logistics behind it because obviously you can't fly on a broom and obviously this little golden snitch doesn't fly around, but like, how do you play? Did I, did I tell the story on the pod about how I was sitting out on my balcony and the fucking airplane flew over and it said, and it spelled out boy. And I realized that I, all of a sudden I was home uh, in the middle of a fucking gender reveal. Oh, <laughs> and uh, and I and this makes me feel a lot like the same way, like we're fucked as a society, like um, like I just want to go home and crawl into a ball and never come out because fucking okay. Would that ball be blue or pink? But here's based the on here's the thing is like, you know what? I should be happy because it's making nerds be athletes. Like they didn't want to play the sports before, and I and I get it. You were bullied by the you were bullied by the cool kids that were playing football. Like if trust me, if I hadn't been halfway decent at football, I would have been fucking a a pretty big target. Uh but uh hey. yeah. Really? What? So it wasn't so maybe I get it. Like I'm I'm a little conflicted because I'm like, God damn it, they made a sport out of a fake sport. And but then I'm also like, well, hey, nerds are running now. Maybe, maybe we're all right. And, uh, but also football's fun. Baseball's fun. Yeah. You know, but these are for the athletes that are also nerds. Okay. Sure. There's, but there's that, but those athletes were, I guess, I guess, but I also know there were a lot of nerds that were like, well, I'll play this. Yeah. And it's like, well, fucking you know, maybe the guys don't imagine being a nerd and you get bullied off the Quidditch team. Oh, fuck. You're the nerd of nerds. <laughs> That's the worst. Yeah. It's like, why don't you go back to potions class? Fucking Steve. 
What a fucking Hufflepuff that bitch is. <laughs> I don't get these references, but they sound funny. Yeah, I know. Uh, and they work. They they do. They're, I'm <laughs> laughing. I don't even really get it. But it, the words are funny. Uh, what if you got invited? What if they were like, Chris, we're going to give you 10 grand to host a Quidditch tournament. Yeah, I'm doing it. <laughs> Would you do any research? Dude, they paid me fucking a fifth of that to go perform at a goddamn cornhole tournament. <laughs> and there was no one even there. Like, I had to perform in front of kids that were playing. I interrupted cornhole games with jokes. And there, that was the weekend I was like, hey, do you want me to be clean? And they're like, no, we're cool. And I was like, I'm going to be clean. I'm going to be clean. because Man, an being clean at a thing called cornhole, that's, oh, that's yeah. not easy. Oh, yeah. That is not easy. Uh, anywho, so uh, the the uh, the Harry Potter game is good. Uh, it yeah, fun. it's really fun. It's cool. It's really beautiful, and it's something that like you really should only play on a newer system. Mm -hmm. Um, I've heard. I will tell you what this this Xbox Series X that I got. I was playing Grand Theft Auto last night, and I'm just like, fucking. You can't even tell. <laughs> You can't even tell. Oh, you know what I was playing last night, even though I wasn't streaming where you can find me on Twitch at Bovine Joni. The link oh, is in my yeah. Instagram Let's bio. Let's talk about that. You've started streaming on Twitch. I know. I think I... this is a great idea. Yes. And I... don't be mad if I do it in a few months. I wouldn't be mad. Fucking. It's fun as hell. We could stream together. Oh, that would be super great. Yeah. One million streams. One millionth Twitch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we could play online together. We that'd could play awesome. GTA Five online. Oh, that'd we be great. We could do some role playing. Or we could do co-op on Call of Duty. We could. We could be like a brother sister duo that takes over Los Santos. Fuck yeah! Oh, I like. I'm. I'm kind of enjoying where you're going with this. This might be fun. Yeah. All right. Okay. I think this might be good. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Uh, good ideas. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, you can now subscribe to my channel uh, and all of the proceeds go to support Otto's drug habit. So that's where uh, all it. the money goes. And honestly, like Twitch gets most of it, but I get 30%. Oh, that's nice. Do you think the more uh, clientele you, the more mass subscribers you amass, uh, that that cut gets a little better? It does, especially with ad revenues. Oh, okay. uh, so now I only get, well, that's how it goes with ads. So I started running ads on my videos. Yeah. So I get 30% of the ad revenue and then they get, uh, the rest but the more so let's say if i run three minutes total on my videos yeah per hour which i'm not doing right now because i want to gain followers follower and uh retain viewership yeah keep the ad short and once i start getting more i'll do a longer start doing longer ads and then i get 50 50 fuck yeah yeah do you yeah but if you're gonna sit there and smoke weed you might as and you're funny anyway and i'm talking to myself regardless so i may as well fucking might as well do it Try to make some money. Off I watched of this. it for a little bit. <laughs> you are terrible at Fallout, but uh, God that's bless. The fun, that's the that's, that's the, the fun bit. of it. Yeah. yeah, I'm not good. You're, <laughs> uh, but you're entertaining. Yes, and endearing. Thank you. Uh, I would have watched more, but I had other shit to do. That's usually how it works. Uh, but yeah, but very nice. There are people that are like stream for 24 hours straight. Yeah, they're those are called Adderall addicts. Addictorals. Addictorals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Adderall's not for me. Yeah, and then uh, what else did I do? Saturday was Roman Bear's birthday party, which was awesome. Our friends who have a one-year-old had a birthday party for him that which, started after he went to bed. Yeah, because that's not real. That's just a reason I have a party. Yeah, exactly. You don't need to have a birthday party for a one-year-old. No. Like, if you have a child-themed 
one-year-old birthday party fuck yourself yeah no it's that's a no that's a hard pass i did show up early and help i watched him while they got ready and cooked and stuff man that kid is cute and smart oh good and he's got eyelashes that i have paid a lot of money to have eyelashes or eyebrows eyelashes Oh, okay chrissy's are drawn on the eye the eyelashes or the eyebrows the eyelashes those are eyebrows eyebrows yeah i draw these i pay for those you pay for yeah 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 these i draw on remember earlier when you asked for a mic stand i'm not functioning at 100 percent today that mic stand (laughs) that mic stand is literally right where it was it just didn't have her microphone on it but see how it's like coming out and literally in her face uh that's where it was when she goes hey can i get a mic stand and uh she had not hit that bowl yet so i laughed so hard (laughs) i laughed so hard she asked me to stop laughing she was like that's enough laughter on that one the other day on my twitch stream i uh (laughs) you can also find my schedule on my twitch page twitch.tv slash bovine joni um i had been wearing my airpods earlier in the day and i have these aftermarket nubs on the end because um the ones that come with apple hurt my ears and these are just shaped different and they stick better in there and uh i took it my airpods out before i started my stream and put my wired headphones in and because that's what i need and it wouldn't go in my left ear and i was like fuck it because i was in a rush i was like i just need one so i'm like finagle i had to go to the kitchen and grab some water midstream and i was like what is in my ear and i look in and it's the fucking nub from my airpod was still stuck in my ear and i had no idea because you can hear through them yeah yeah at least you found out before it you was went to the deep. doctor yeah and you were like there's i'm going deaf and they're like no you're just a dumb dumb uh anyway 100 bucks dumb dumb tax <laughs> dumb dumb tax. you stupid bitch <laughs> Oh man. Wow. That was quite the week. Quite the week. And then yesterday I stayed home because it was the Oscars and I couldn't go anywhere. Because you live literally around the corner from the Kodak theater. I do. So they shut down the entire neighborhood. Like the full week sucks because mm-hmm. I drove to Belinda and Emanuel's and when I was, I left at like midnight on Saturday to come home. Yeah. I got home at 1245. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's not good. Not good. And I was, once I got home and I was like, nothing, nowhere tomorrow. Just, just FYI, for those of you who are unaware that she should have been home by 1215 at that time. Yeah. Uh, but that's also California driving is yeah. like, it doesn't matter what time you could still be fucked. Oh my God. Yes. Someone decides to hold hostages. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking uh, just jump already. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, oh lord i uh well i was in um st louis the first weekend you can find me in st louis well we talked about st louis on the last pod Nah, because i didn't come home we did a podcast from st louis oh from st louis yes yeah yeah well i was in st louis and then i left st louis (laughs) All right, I did then some start more, there. I did some more shows in St. Louis where people <laughs> didn't bring knives. <laughs> and uh, then I flew to Phoenix, uh, where I stayed at my buddy's Mark's house, uh, which is a massive 
uh, piece of property and overlooks the entire city. And it's like my favorite place on earth and uh, went there, uh, got ready for the big campfire astronaut show. Yes. Uh, show duh. With uh, Zach Myers from Shinedown, also my best friend. Also been on the podcast. Uh, also, Andy just burped. Uh, so Sunday I landed. I uh, just fucking wanted to and got there and no one was there. So I got to just chill out and fucking sit by the pool. And uh, I went and hit balls because I hadn't played golf in like four months. And I was supposed to go play the next day. And then uh, uh, what else? So I had to go to this fucking uh, weird ass uh, like golf megaplex. Like, like, what do you mean by that? Like, like there's multiple 18 hole courses. There's multiple 18 hole courses Ooh. and a driving range. And like, that's the most Phoenix thing I've ever heard of. Yeah. 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 And I've never even been to Phoenix. And well, except our airport many times. So went to the driving range and uh, it was very obvious. Uh, this, these, this couple was like on it. It was like a driving range date. Ah. And the guy was trying to help the girl, but then he got like way involved with his own thing and was also kind of a dick. And uh, just I'm going to guess that was his suggestion on the date. <laughs> Someone was like, do you want to hit the driving range? I'd be like, and find out how much of a mansplainer you are. Yeah. But also she was just dumping balls left and right. It obviously draft, but they might've been together, but it was obvious. Like Is duffing good or bad, bad. Okay. Uh, and so, you know, and then at one point, like the pad, the the mat, they have mats now that like you can put tees into to like practice your drives. Mm -hmm. And they, they they had these, and this guy just didn't care because they wanted people off the grass because, and they do that often at driving. Like sometimes you can play on drive off the grass, and sometimes you can't. And main mainly it comes from. When people are on the grass, they hit the fuck out of it, and then the, all the grass goes away, and then they have to reseed, resod, and then start over. Oh, that's a lot of work. Yeah, and so we were there during the reseed, resod, and reseed, so resod. This guy decides to go out, and this kid comes up, just doing his fucking job. Reseed, resod, bop bop, and uh, he was like, "Hey man, gotta be on the mats," and he's like, "Why?" And he was like, "Dude, I'm I don't know, I'm just doing my job," <laughs> and he's like. It doesn't make any sense. And like right before I like was about to be like, Hey man, fucking leave the kid alone. Like, yeah, it's, it's also, you don't need, it's their place. They mm -hmm. don't need to explain to you why fucking the rule is stay on the mat. Stop trying to big dick a 16 year old. <laughs> and, uh, but you could tell like this kid had just, this was not the first time. And he right. was just like, I don't know, man, those are the rules. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm making eight bucks an hour. <laughs> and uh, so did that. And then I went and played uh, the next day, I went and played golf uh, with uh, this, uh, with Mark and his girlfriend, Anna, who's lovely. And uh, Pete King, who's like the head of uh, the native tribe and actually went to Haskell. Oh, cool. And so he's like, which is a uh, native university in Lawrence, Kansas. Mm hmm. Uh, and he's just a huge KU fan. So we sat there and had a great time and nice. played this fucking just ridiculously beautiful course. And we had a caddy. So that's so much better because there's a guy that's like, don't hit it there. You're fucked. Because <laughs> otherwise you're like, I think I can hit it there. And you don't know because you've never played this fucking course. Yeah. 
And uh, so, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And uh, then uh, Tuesday, Zach got into town. And we just started, the Zacks got into town and we just started rehearsing. Noodling. Noodling. And I got a new, he uh, bought me a new Martin guitar. What? Yeah. For my birthday slash Christmas slash being awesome. What a guy. And yeah. And so I got to play it. Did a, you cry? Uh, A little bit. Yeah. Uh, Although no one was there when I got it. So it was fine. Oh. Uh, it was just waiting in Phoenix for me. Oh. But he told me, like, he FaceTimed me one day. I, I was like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm buying you a Martin. And I'm like, what? He was like, yeah, you like this? And he fucking showed it to me. I'm like, what? what? Fuck, uh, I need new friends. God I, damn it. So <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and uh, My friends wouldn't even do that at a 7-Eleven. Like, you want anything from here? Yeah, well, that's... That that's on me. That's on me. Uh... So, uh, problem is, uh, when you get a guitar in the desert, a lot of times they don't set right. And, uh, the desert tends to suck all the moisture out of the wood. Yeah. If I get hit here, it, my part just ain't going to look right. Right. So the guitar, the, when I pulled it out, sounded amazing. And by the time it was time to do the show, it sounded awful. And so Zach's guitar tech happens to live in Phoenix and came out to look at it. And he was like, yeah, though, no, this thing. He's like, not only did that happen, but also it's not like the frets are wrong, like blah, 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 blah. And so Zach gave you a dud. Zach literally videotaped, drew his guitar tech, showing what was wrong with the guitar. And, and then sent, sent it, it to, to Mar George Martin. Sent it to Martin. And uh, they're going to send me another one. And then I got to send this one back. Wow. That's pretty cool. Talk uh, about amazing customer service. Well, it helps that uh, Zach is repped by Martin. Right. Uh, so, uh, man, no. I've been having issues with Furbo, those cocksuckers. Oh, what's the matter with your Furbo? Uh, well, it hasn't worked since I went to Nashville. I took it with me to Nashville. Yeah. And it stopped working there. And so I sent it in in December uh, and like paid whatever for it to get fixed. And it's just like, there's this one girl, Alyssa, who would email me. And then right after that, this dude, Charles, would email. Like, within 12 hours, if I hadn't responded yet. He's like, did you see Alyssa's email? Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, and it's one of those really annoying formats where, like, you have to, like, go, like, seven layers in to see where the actual message is. Because it's, like, fucking from a computer. Yeah. And uh, I, every time Alyssa would email me, she'd be like, okay, I sent you this form. And I would, like. I didn't fill it out right away, right? Because it's a form. Yeah. And it was a Sunday. Yeah. And then Charles would be like, did you get Alyssa's email? And I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, Charles. I did. Yeah. <laughs> Time. Just let my girl Alyssa do her job and quit following up. Yeah. Micromanaging Alyssa. Also me. Yeah. And Alyssa was like, sorry, that's an automated message. <laughs> Charles isn't real. And then I got an email from Charles today. They finally sent me the refurbed one. Yeah. And it still doesn't work. And I... And I haven't had time to like fuck with it and like do a hard reset on it. And Charles is like, did you get the furbo? And I'm like, fucking Charles. Fucking robo Charles. And it doesn't seem like it's automated. No? No. <laughs> so Charles. The fuck? You're at the top of the fucking list. <laughs> I'm so, for, furbo and Charles, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to find you your wives. dicks. I'm going to find your wives. Uh. Hide your wives, hide your kids. They exactly. raping everybody out here. <laughs> yeah. It's me who's doing the R and 
Uh, so uh, the Tuesday, Zach, the Zach's got in town. We had a nice uh, dinner at Mastro's, uh, which was my, oh, we also had dinner at Mastro's on Friday. You could call that a Mastro's. Mastro's. <laughs> and then I've got another Mastro's scheduled for Wednesday for fancy date night with the Williamses. So it's Williamses. Brad, the, oh, the dwarf. Yeah. Uh, I was like, Serena? <laughs> And I was like, what in the fuck is going on in your life that you're having Mastro's with Venus and Serena Williams? Uh, it's, you know, just, uh, just doing, just doing We're pitching some... some ideas around. They're thinking about starting to do stand-up comedy. Uh, also, I would actually watch that. There was a rumor that Tom Brady was thinking about doing stand-up comedy for some reason. I don't know why. Oh, it's because he's doing, he's interested in doing a roast. Uh, he was interested in doing a roast. That's what it was. He wants uh, to get but roasted. somehow that got morphed into, I'm taking a year away from Fox because I wanted to try stand-up comedy. And I was like, this, first off, T.I. the rapper is already doing stand-up comedy. And, and he checks his daughter's hymen. He does. And he was at Vegas this, year, this weekend at Kimmel's. Oh. And he's only been doing it by his own admission 59 weeks. Now, listen, I know you're T.I. And as a rapper, first off, there's video of him going up in front of a, like a huge arena rap show. And he's just getting booed the fuck off stage. As anyone that's been doing comedy for 59 weeks would. Yeah. Also, like, aren't him and his wife like trying to beat a lot of charges right now, alluding to like sexual grooming and shit like that? I don't. I I can't speak to that. He didn't. It didn't. He didn't bring up bringing it up in the Vegas interview <laughs> uh, that I watched. I definitely didn't sexually groom those underage girls. But also, comes to me at Kimmel's this weekend. <laughs> uh, Especially but if, if you're under eighteen. Uh, I have heard some some bad stories about like. Uh, like he kind of roasted a girl. And so the girl kind of went up and roasted him a little bit. And then like, he came up and grabbed the mic from her and stuff. So apparently he can dish it out, but he can't really take it. Uh, but my point being where I'm like, Jesus Christ, another, another fucking pseudo well, full on celebrity wants to be a fucking comedian. And also yeah. Tom Brady, uh, doesn't seem like a guy that's that funny just being around. Yeah. Like no one's like walking around like going Brady's fuck. You know what? You know what a lot of people don't know about Brady? Fucking hilarious. hilarious. Super dry sense. King of, of the zingers. <laughs> That's why Giselle left. She couldn't hang. We called him King Zing. <laughs> uh but that 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 was actually proven to be false. Uh he has no interest in doing stand-up comedy. So thank God. That was kind of a thank God. Yeah. Also, Sean Kemp, uh former Seattle uh supersonic did not go on a drive-by shooting spree uh which was also a rumor that went around for a couple days i don't know who that man is but uh, I've... very very famous basketball player yeah uh and yeah but unless they played for ku or like we're attractive they're lebron yeah or i know Dwayne wade there you... i know who he is kevin durant i could probably you could point him point out him out is he with the beard no, that's James Harden. He, that is the beard. No, Kevin Durant, probably not. Kevin Durant, you would probably be able to pick him out. You'd be like, oh, that's Kevin Durant. Nick Young, I know, because he was on the soup once. Okay. I don't think he's played basketball in a minute. I don't think he has either. He's Nick old now. Thank you. Um. Yeah, that's about, you know, I thought Doug Flutie was a hockey player until recently. That's that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I 
thought there is one named Gordy Howe, and that's kind of close. Where do, like I'm talking like six weeks ago. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I guess he did, huh? And that did happen. Yeah, not a hockey guy, huh? Not a. <laughs> I mean, he is short enough. Yeah, like, I that guess, dude I is genuinely know. like five six. Like a lot of a lot of pros were like, how's hey, this? that's tall. That's tall. That's <laughs> not six. in the NFL. <laughs> I could be a kicker. When you can't see a pass your offensive line. It's an issue. <laughs> like a lot of people were like, hey, like if you played for him, they're like, hey, stay down. <laughs> Go for the knees. Pretend you're asleep. <laughs> yeah, just realized that the other day I was like reading some news article. It was talking about Doug Flutie and I was like, ah, huh. who knew? Uh, Not me. So yeah, uh, the Zach's got into town and we had a great time. And then Wednesday was just kind of us figuring out what the show was going to be and figuring out tunes. And then Thursday, uh, uh, my girl got in, uh, Christian James hand came in to do a session. Mm-hmm. And then we basically, he got to the place. We hung out for about 45 minutes and then went and did a radio interview. Uh, and then on our way back, I was like, it was one of those things where I was like, okay, it's going to take us 20 minutes to get back to the house, 35 minutes to get to the, from the house to the venue. Mm-hmm. We got time to go home and just chill for an hour. And they're like, you sure? I was like, dude, I did the math. And then as we're driving up the 101, which is also a highway in Phoenix, uh, we, I start looking at the other side of the highway and it's just stopped. I was like, I better recheck this. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it was like an hour. And I was like, guys, uh, update. Well, Bob, we're not going to go to the house. And they're like, yeah, we figured. So we turn around and go to the venue, uh, do a sound check. And I got to be honest, the stand up live did a way better job. Uh, they had a, they had these like really cool chairs for us to sit in and monitor monitor. And granted it was our second time kind of doing it. So we had a little better idea what was going on. Uh, but it was a great show. I fucked up a bunch of the lyrics. Zach fucked up a little bit of the lyrics. Eh. Uh, but he only did 20 minutes this time. Good job. I was going to send a text and be like, hey, remember when the light comes on? That means you're supposed to be finishing oh, up. Oh, line of the night was he goes, yeah, I saw I was at 15, but I wanted to do two more things. And I was just like, that's not, <laughs> that's not how that goes. That's not how it works. Yeah. And, but, but I'm Zach. But I'm Zach. And it's our show. And, uh, you know, yeah. So the show went really, really well, uh, and so so well that uh, we're already talking. We're already in talks for the next one. Great. And I don't want to tell you where it's going to be, but you've been there a whole bunch. Here? Uh, no. Uh, so the improv. No. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna have a good time. Uh, and the show was a good time. And then Friday, everybody left except me and the girl and Mark and Anna. And we, uh, just kind of hung out Friday and sat and then (laughs) I don't mean behind you. Hey, Bubba. (laughs) a good dog. He's like, I'm in the podcast. He's the pod. He's the pod dog. Pod dog. (laughs) See, he's already responded to it. He knows. (laughs) Hey, Bubba. Yeah, I don't mean. He can't see. He can't. Uh, there he goes. He's had enough. He just wanted to say hello, let everybody see. Yeah. Uh, anywho, 
Uh, and then everybody, we went to Masters on Friday. Saturday, we just had like a pool cookout day, mm. which was super great. And then Saturday night, everyone was like, what do you guys want to watch? And there was shit for movies out, really. Yeah. Uh, because, oh, one of the nights we watched, me and Mark, just me, Mark, and Anna watched Devotion. The fuck is that? Which I thought, which by the previews looked like a Korean War era Top Gun. Uh, and like I said, there was very little in the way of movies. And I was just like, this looks like, even if it's going to be a shit movie, it's going to be, uh, funny, fun to watch. Yeah. Like it's going to be fun with the planes and stuff. And, and, uh, very, a uh, lot of racial undertones. Uh, the first was black, em- in it? the first black empowerment movie that I've seen with only 10 black people in it. Hmm. Uh, it's, I've never even heard of this movie. I ne- I had never heard of it either. I was just like, ooh, fa- you know, we were raised on planes. So at least I was. Not literally. Uh, I was especially, you know, our grandpa was a pilot. Dad was obsessed with. With dad planes, was, yes. Dad was a pilot, anything. yes. And as a kid, so was I. And then I found out I was colorblind and couldn't be a pilot. And then uh, that was the first huge disappointment of my life. And it happened at seven. So. It's luckily, yeah, we like to start. man, when dreams die early, you just get the good ones out of the way. And then they start us young. Uh, and then, but hey, can't complain. I'm a stand up yeah. comic. I get paid a lot of money to tell jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anywho, uh, so it's about, uh, it's actually based on a true story about a, a, a black pilot in the Korean War and just kind of, he was, uh, he went through a lot and was kind of a dick. And uh, he would like scream. He had written down all the horrifying things white people had said to him over the years. And he would look in the mirror and, and just say them to him over him, to himself over and over again before flights. And apparently that was like a real thing. And uh, like harden himself to just like get himself pumped up or in some facet. Man, too bad they didn't have jock jams back then. That would have <laughs> been way better. <laughs> he was like, hey. Buddy, why don't you just like Are you ready for this? So much better. Yeah, he was like, no, this is way better than saying hard R's to myself. Uh so anyway, uh and then uh and then it's a sad, you know, it's a sad ending. And uh, but also has one of the guys from the actual Top Gun Maverick in it. I'm like, did this guy just do two pilot movies back to back? Hey, like, I don't even have to change wardrobe. We just fucking rough this up a little bit. <laughs> uh, but yeah. And then uh, so Saturday we decided they were like, I don't, we want to watch something funny and blah, blah, blah. And we couldn't watch Cocaine Bear. So History of the World Part Two is coming out. Uh, and they had not seen the first one. And so I showed it to them. And, and? Uh, they, Jen particularly loved it. Uh, yeah. Mark and Anna loved most of it. The Spanish Inquisition part, literally at the end of that part, Mark looked at me and goes, that was over my head. I didn't get that one. Hey, Takamata, what, what do you, you say? say? I just got back from the Otta de Fe. The Otta de, de Fe? Fe? What's, What's the, the Otta de, de Fe? Fe? It's something that you oughtn't, but you do anyway. <laughs> Put it in the car. 
but yeah, if you haven't seen Mel Brooks's History of the World Part One, uh, it's definitely worth watching. I love History of the World Part Two. I've watched the first two episodes. Okay, the because I was very uh, like I said, the critics have panned it. Yeah, uh, almost entirely. But I and then so that kind of disheartened me. But then as you kind of brought to my attention they kind of panned all of the mel brooks stuff when it first came out yeah and it's also like it's very much still in that tone it's very silly and goofy my favorite sketch on the first one is the guy pitching kama sutra which is the is the book it's like pairing sex positions with soups she's she's gonna butter your nut till you squash god damn it that is funny it's the kama sutra from soup to nuts and it's Kumail Nanjiani pitching it. And they were like, but what if we just, let's just do it without the soup part. He's like, the soup part is what makes it work. <laughs> so it's just, it's all very like, very silly, silly, stupid jokes like that, which is Mel Brooks in a nutshell. Yeah. And it's, it's great. I'm really enjoying it. Well, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, well, I can't wait to watch it. Uh, I got to get back into night court. I'm still hoping it's getting better. <laughs> oh, colorblind games. You're talking about being colorblind earlier. Yes. And now that you have so graciously lent me slash maybe permanently given me your PS4. Yeah, it's probably more towards the latter. <laughs> yeah, you can have it back when you have kids or whatever. Um, So I have noticed on certain games there's like a colorblind mode. Yeah. Do you play games in that? And like, can you tell a difference? Like, what is it like for you? The colorblind mode definitely used... I know it used to help me on the online Call of Duties because like it was brown versus green, which is a huge problem for me. Oh. Uh, so yeah, and I don't re- I don't really remember what it did, but it definitely I was like, oh, that's way better. Yeah. Uh, but no, most of the games I don't turn only those games doesn't matter. Uh, and I'm sure if I had a flight simulator kind of thing, I would probably have that on. But but like, what if you played Grand Theft Auto in colorblind mode? You could be like, whoa. I don't know what it would do really. Other than probably because oh, some of the I especially some of the icons are different or the colors are pretty similar. Yeah. Like especially with Grand Theft Auto Five when you're switching between the three characters, like I sometimes. But a lot of that's just me not remembering which color goes to which character. Well, I mean, it does tell you on the wheel. Uh, so I show up and I'm like, they're like, oh, you better turn into J- Jackson or Carl or whatever. Franklin. Franklin. <laughs> Carl's and. Here's the thing. I'm playing full. I'm playing San Andreas on the switch when I travel. Yeah. And I'm playing five at home. Yeah. And, uh, and I also fall out for, mm-hmm. and then I still like, I forgot. I blacked out at GameStop and bought all these <laughs> games when I, when I bought the Xbox. So sometimes I'm looking over, I'm like, Oh fuck. Yeah. I got all these other games. I can be playing Madden 23 is still wrapped. I still haven't pulled it out. Uh, so Man. that's where I'm at. Spoil spoiled is where I'm at, really. Yeah. Which is why I'm always in a good mood for the most <laughs> part. Uh, but yeah, that was the last couple of weeks. Uh, the Campfire Astronaut Show fucking uh went way better than Nashville uh from a performance standpoint. Uh still a lot to be desired for me on a I'm super nervous when I get up there kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that affects especially the singing performances. But towards the end, I was fucking having a great time. Uh, I just couldn't remember the words. All that takes is just repetitiveness. Yeah. And that's uh, I'm kind of hoping at some point uh, and maybe we could do it uh, on this little thing. If I could do like 
three, I even said like, if we could do like two or three nights in a row and like get a, like a groove going mm-hmm. that might help things. Oh yeah. Uh, but do a matinee, but, uh, yeah, do a matinee. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, if you have questions, concerns, need life advice, send them to, uh, one millionth pod at gmail.com. That's all words. One million with a TH and a POD at gmail.com. Uh, we don't have anything worth reading this week. Uh, but we do have, I did find a funny comment on the YouTubes. Fun. Uh, about our, uh, episode dude soup, uh, from (laughs) Sparrow cat. She said, uh, it's just nice to know that. Before I get into the comment, uh, it's just nice to know that Andy is inspiring people. Uh, because Sparrow Cat says, I aspire to get a stone as Andy in this episode every time I toke weed. Andy, your, res- your resting stoner smile lights up your half of the Zoom call, <laughs> and you're an inspiration to me as a woman entering my 30s like a badass. Yes. Keep being awesome, Porters. Thanks for all the giggles. So, Thank kind you of so a much. kind of a counterpoint to moms. Hey, maybe not get high all the time when you're doing the <laughs> podcast. Oh, uh, thanks, man. But Appreciate as always, that. if you again, if you have questions, concerns, need life advice, send it to one million pod. That's all words. One million with a th and a pod at mm-hmm. gmail.com. Manscaped ad here. What up, talent receivers, port heads, and dumble fucks? Make sure you keep your crotch clean using manscaped.com. Go to their website. Use promo code one million pod. You get 20% off your whole order and free shipping. That's right. Get the lawnmower, get the ball deodorant. I can't tell you enough. Why do I still smell your crotch? Um, I have to pee so bad. Uh, we've been going for five zero minutes. Okay. I will hit pause while you pee. And we're back. We're back. I accidentally re-pierced my ear like a week ago. You accidentally did that? Yeah, so up here I have two holes. You can see there's a lightning bolt and then a moon here. Mm-hmm. And the lightning bolt, I was cleaning up my earrings. Can I start I... calling you moon lightning? Please. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> I got these pierced when I was like 18, these two holes. Yeah, that's usually and... when people do dumb shit like that. Yeah, yeah well, first of all, still have earrings in them, <laughs> fuckers. So... <laughs> Come Rude on, ass. we're just making the ha-has. <laughs> 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 And I, I got them done at Freaks on Broadway in Westport. So uh, when I was on Ambien in <laughs> in England. Which is how every story starts. Yeah, when I was on Ambien, and the holes had closed up. And when I was on Ambien in England when I was 20, I dreamt that I repierced it. And I woke up and there was blood on my pillow. And I was like, huh. That was the last time I did Ambien. Uh, thank you, Mrs. Murphy, our old next door neighbor, for giving me Mrs. Murphy. giving me a goodie bag of Xanax and Ambien. Um, so the other day I was so I've always kept that one hole mm-hmm. from England. Yeah. So I was cleaning out my earrings you and I accidentally po- I wasn't looking and I accidentally popped it through the top hole. Yeah, yeah. And it went right through. So it was ready. It was ready. So now I'm keeping it, but it's a little infected <laughs> and it hurts. <laughs> Uh, well, the Oscars were last night. Yeah, they were. Loved it. You know what? I'm very happy with everyone who won. Uh, couldn't care less. Didn't see any of the movies. Sorry. I almost did a spit take on on top of all of my most important stuff. Dude. Ben Gleave invited us to a party and I was just like, uh, cause you know, I'm trying to support my friend when he's sad. And, uh, and if you've been on his Instagram lately, he's sad. Yeah, he is sad. Uh, but, uh, we landed late and then I was just like, oh, I never saw any of the movies. I could give a fuck about any of this shit. 
And uh, so I didn't go. Uh, but the people who were nominated uh, got, as a lot of people know, you get a lot of goodie bags, a lot of swag bags. And at the Oscars, since it's the most pinnacle one, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, grab bags are very. They're very nice. They include like trips. Yes. As a matter of fact, it's worth over six figures. Yeah, they usually are. Uh, some of the highest ticket items this year. Tell me, tell me. Three nights for the nominee and up to seven friends in the newly renovated Faro Punta Imperatore Lighthouse in Ischia, Italy. And after you're done with that, you can spend three nights at the Lifestyle, an ultra-modern, ultra-private 10-acre estate in rural Ottawa, Canada. Eh. A curated gift set of gourmet hand-harvested dates. Those are nuts. They're- from Batil's <laughs> Organic Farm. Dates? You've never had, you would never eat a date. They're like oversized raisins with a pit. Yeah. Uh, from Saudi Arabia. <laughs> oh, those are delicious. Pl- you get a plot of land in Australia to contribute to conservation. And refor- oh, you can't build a house on it or anything. Yeah, it's for conservation. You just have to. Okay. So basically, they're just like, you drive by and they're like, oh, this is fucking McConaughey's plot. Yeah. Uh, this he got this, plot. he got this for the AIDS movie. <laughs> uh, what was it called? Dallas Dallas Calvary. Buyers Club. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, broke back Dallas. What was it called? Anyway, luxury skincare brand Miage's full line. You get a full line of somebody's products. God, that sounds amazing. I mean, what? What are they? They're like fucking. Also, there's a Ford F one fifty that we had to put all this shit in. <laughs> and you can keep that or take it. You, you know, get a sample of vegan retinol from luxury Canadian skin care care brand, which I'm sure in, in has dead babies in it somehow. Just fucking first of all, stem those cells. are just called stem cells. Yeah, and they totally work. I mean, I'm not, dude. <laughs> fill me up. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Don't think I'm anti stem cells. Maybe don't put me. Don't put that on a shirt. <laughs> hey, stem cells, fill me up. <laughs> uh, and Your then, additionally, the gift bag includes products by brands that embrace diversity, inclusion, and philanthropy in the beauty and entertainment categories. Uh, yeah, fucking. That's not a bag. That's fucking. You got a car's worth of shit. And they okay. And then you also get. Uh, and then the lower end items, you got Jambies, whatever the fuck those are. Uh, performance and activewear is what the brand is. You get shinery, radiance, jewelry wash. You get a shower head. Uh, a, what the fuck? Oh, you get a fucking mosquito bite kit for, you know, for when you're at that place in Ottawa. <laughs> uh, pop cups, discovery kit. Micro, you're giving microwave popcorn. To the people you gave land in Australia to, what what the fuck's happening? I have they have a popcorn a, maker. It's, uh, so yeah, I mean it's a lot of uh, bullshit. So yeah, just even if you lose, you win. Yeah, kind of. Uh, anyway, uh, anything you want to talk about before we go? No. All right. Well, check out Andy on uh, Twitch at Bovine Joni. That's B O V I N E J O A N I E. Uh, subscribe and you can find all my dates at chrisportercomedy.com mm-hmm. you know the you know our instagrams you know our twitters but you can find the pod at twitter at the number one in the words millionth pod and you can find the pod on instagram at one millionth pod that's all words 
One Million with a T-H and a P-O-D. And as always, I'm Chris Porter. I'm Andy Porter. And this has been the One Millionth Podcast. Fuck you. Come on, bye. I don't mean it's so excited. Fuck you, come on, bye. The One Million.